time here on the mic again. <laughs> you know, when I started the I Said No podcast in the summer of 2018, I had no clue that we would go for two years strong, that we would be here in 2021 together. And now as I sit here with this microphone in front of my face, thinking of all of you who listened, who commented, who shared, who told me that the episodes moved you, elevated you, projected you into places and spaces that you had no idea that you could go to emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, and sexually. I am grateful. I sit here in 2021 wondering what will come of the I Said No podcast. What will it be now that it's transitioning into a subscription podcast only? Mm-hmm. I have no idea what is in store for me on this microphone, but what I do know is that I am going to show up and give my best every time that I press record. Whatever my best is in the moment, that is what I'm going to deliver. I am grateful for all of the participation over the years, and I'm excited to see how you will participate with me and this microphone going forward. I'm ready to close this chapter of the I Said No podcast and honor the next chapter of hashtag ISM pod. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for the last free episode of the I Said No podcast? Let's go. Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh, hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. Hashtag ISN pod. Beautiful soul unicorns. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. You are here. You made it. You survived. And yes, I know that if you are here listening and you are a part of my tribe, you like to thrive. But guess what? It is okay that we simply survived 2021. 20. I am so excited to talk to you today. I hope you feel the love through your headphones, through your speakers that I have for you, the excitement that I have to be here to talk to you today. I am blessed. I am blessed to have you in my space, in my orbit. And I just want you to know how I feel about you. We made it. We're here. We're here. We're healthy. We're healthy. We're breathing, we're breathing, we're breathing. Ooh. We're breathing. We have shelter, we have clean running water, we have food, we have warmth, we have heat. We have, we have, we have, we have so many things to be grateful for. And yes, we can simultaneously be grateful and still feel the impact of the grief, the loss, the uncertainty of all of the things that we experience together collectively, universally on a global scale. It's all right. It's okay for you to feel whatever you're feeling in the moment now when you press play. I don't know where you are. I don't know who you're around and I don't know what you're doing. But if this moment can give you an indicator of how excited someone is when you enter their presence, when you share your gifted time, 
this is it. This is this is it. This is what you need to know about how people feel or should be feeling about you when you enter their space. Because I feel it. I feel it. I feel your presence. I feel it. I feel that you want to be here. And even if you don't want to be here, you need to be here. You you know you need to be here. You need to hear what's about to be said. You need to hear one thing that's about to be on this microphone. And I'm grateful for you pressing play today. This episode means a lot to me. Why? Because it is the last free episode, at least to my knowledge, unless God and his universe allow something else to happen. This is the last free episode of the I Said No podcast. I set a goal for myself in 2020 to create a subscription service that I can build and grow. And let me say this, every single last one of you who are my subscribers over on Patreon, you have helped transform me. You have helped myself doubt be pushed to the rear of my memories museum. You have helped me see the vision and execute the vision. And because of that, I'm able to take my goal to the next action level, which is making sure that you have all of the I said no content in 2020. And again, if God says you come back to the free version of your podcast on this microphone, I shall happily do so. I am a humble servant and will do what I am told, whether that's on an episode by episode, case by case basis, or it's just universally all around. Whatever God has in store for me, I am here to be a faithful servant. With that said, he has yet to tell me to do so. So I want you to get comfortable in whatever chair you're sitting in, couch or bed you're laying on, wherever you're walking. I want you to put some purpose in your step. I want you to get ready to talk to me as I talk to you. I want you to get ready to discuss some things that we need to discuss. I need you to get ready for the very last free version of the big pink elephant in the room. And if you decide that this is not the end for you and you want to come on over to Patreon, please do so. Of course, you can click the link in the show notes and in every social media bio I have. You can visit patreon.com backslash Stephanie, the life architect. And for $3.99 a month, just $3.99, $3.99, four whole dollars a month, you can listen to the I Said No podcast for the rest of 2020 as well. Yeah, yeah. It's time for you to invest in me the way I invest in me, the way I invest in you. It's time for you to say, hey, girl, hey, I understand that what you're doing takes work. I understand that that editing, that recording, I understand that these ideas and this content doesn't come from anywhere. And I believe that you are worth the investment for me to give you $4 a month to hear your episodes. And if that is not for you, know that I respect and appreciate you. You don't have to agree to be with me. You will have access to all of the past I Said No podcast episodes on my website. They will still remain, I believe, on iTunes and SoundCloud and Spotify. And if I were you, I recommend you go back and listen to a few. There's some gems dropped in there. And I believe some of those episodes will benefit you in your current and future life. You hear that sound? Oh yeah, it's time for the big pink elephant in the room. The big pink elephant in the room. The big pink elephant in the room. The elephant is pink. The elephant is big. But you keep acting like you don't see shit. Today's big pink elephant segment topic is closure. Yeah, it's closure. It's closure. And I believe this is the perfect topic to close out the free version of the I Said No podcast with closure. Mm -hmm. Many of you believe 
because you were taught that you need closure in order to grow, in order to stretch, in order to evolve, in order to vibrate higher, in order to be happy, in order to experience joy. You believe that you need closure in situations for you to move forward. So for those of you who believe that, I want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. I want to close out ISM pod with closure. Can we do that? Can we address that big pink elephant in the room? Can we address why we are limited so much in our lives? Because we seek closure. We seek closure from other people. We want to go back to the people who cut us open for them to suture and stitcher us back together. We want our oppressor to be our healer. And for those of you who still believe that, I want you to know that I'm about to break some things down that you might not want to hear. I want you to know that this might not be comfortable for you, but that's okay. Because guess what? If you're uncomfortable already, which many of us are, many of us are, we are living in discomfort. We don't like our living situations. We don't like our relationships. We don't like our jobs, but yet we are comfortable in that discomfort and refuse to step into other discomfort, which can transition us into happiness, joy, peace, sanity, so forth and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking to you. Mm -hmm. You, Mr. and Mrs. Uncomfortable who refuses to be uncomfortable for change, who refuses to be uncomfortable for growth, who refuses to be uncomfortable for evolution, but is comfortable being uncomfortable with discomfort that gets you nowhere. I want to talk to you about closure. Let's let's go to the definition of things. You know, I like to define things as they are. And the definition of closure, according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary says, an often comforting or satisfying sense of finality that some victims need. Are you a victim, beloved? Are you a victim, beautiful soul? Do you feel like you need a sense of comfort, a satisfying sense of comfort because you are a victim? I'll put a pin in that. We'll get back to that because most of you believe that you are victims in situations, but what you really are is a victicipant. You know, the hybrid word when you're a victim and a participant, you might have been a victim at first, but now you are a willing, active participant in the discomfort. Mm -hmm. And you pretend that you need closure in that discomfort as a victicipant so that you can go back and open the door door to mess and open the door to chaos and open the door to those sexually transmitted emotions. Yes. Those STEs. Yes. You want to be a victim, but what you really are is a victicipant and victicipants operate in illusion. And what many people don't understand is that seeking closure, wanting closure, living and operating in closure is delusional because closure is an illusion Closure is the desire for an answer that leaves no room for uncertainty. And what makes closure an illusion is life is uncertain, beautiful soul. Life is uncertain. So if you are craving, if you are craving the desire for uncertainty, if you're saying, I have to speak to this person again, I got to call him up, though he treats me like shit, though he only calls me when he wants to fuck me, though he has a baby mama, though he has a wife and he didn't tell me, though she's not my friend because she only calls me to complain. She never asked about how I'm doing. And this job said that they were going to fire me and let me go. But I want to call my old boy. And I need closure as to know why, 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 why you are living in a fantasy, beloved. You are living in a fantasy. You believe that this illusion of answers, this illusion of the who, what, where, why, and how will make you feel better. But in actuality, what it is doing is allowing you the victicipant, because this is where the participant of the victicipant comes in. It's allowing you to justify the participation 
of the delusion of the self-abandonment act that seeking closure is. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Self-abandonment is real. And what many of us don't understand, many of us don't understand is when we allow ourselves to be fully controlled or affected by someone or something, when we allow ourselves to disappear, our senses, our our self-worth, our confidence, our bravery, when we allow all of those things to disappear in the name of closure, it is self-abandonment. When you abandon yourself, you disappear from reality. You disappear from self-worth. You disappear from confidence. You disappear from better life choices. That is self-abandonment and constantly seeking closure, constantly seeking your oppressor to be your healer, constantly going back to the person who slits you open emotionally to be the one who stitches you back together is an act, a vicious act of self-abandonment. Some people also say that constantly seeking closure is a sign that you people please, a sign that you don't want anyone to be mad at you. So you pretend that it's closure. There goes that participant. You participate as a victim and you pretend that it's closure just to go back to the person for forgiveness, even though they did you wrong. Mm -hmm. You ask your abuser to forgive you because you don't like feeling like they're mad at you. That's the people pleasing in some people. You don't like people thinking that you're the one who walked away. You're the one who filed for divorce. You're the one who quit the job that was unhealthy. You're the one who released a friendship that wasn't really a friendship. It was an association. You're the one who blocked that person on Twitter because they were negative. You're the one who left the event because the event was poisonous and toxic and all All it was doing was tearing people down. You're the one who understands that empowerment really means to help people move forward, not just in word, but in action. So you decided not to go to that fake ass empowerment event anymore. You're the one who doesn't want people to see that side of you. So you go back and say, I need closure. I need to let them know why I didn't attend that fake ass empowerment event. I need to let her know. We need to have a conversation. I need to let her know why. And then I need to know why he has his why and his reasons. Some people say that closure seekers are actually people pleasers in disguise. Is that you, beloved? Are you a victisipant? Are you a people pleaser? Are you a self-abandoner? Because if you're constantly seeking closure, you are. You might be one, you might be two, you might be all three. Is that you? You get so upset when your favorite show ends. You get so upset when your favorite show ends. I'm going to say it again. You get so upset when your favorite show ends. People can't evolve. People can't grow. You need closure. Why? Why the Game of Thrones ends? It was so good. It could have gone on for three more seasons. I'm going to write a letter to the producers and HBO. I'm going to DM Stephanie and let her know that I love her. And yes, Queen, she's been giving me my life for two years. And then before that, before the I Said No podcast, she was giving me my life on Not Your Mama's podcast. And when that ended, I didn't know what to do. But phew, thank God she started I Said No. But now that she's stopping the free version, I need closure. So I'm going to DM her and have the nerve to let her know that her evolution, I need to know why she's doing it. It doesn't work for me. I don't want to give her money for me to get my life. I need closure. I need to tell her. I need to release to her why I don't think what she's doing is conducive to the things that I want in my life. Yeah, because closure is not just you getting answers. No, the illusion of closure is that you also think that you got to tell somebody how you feel about moving on when you could just move on because real G's move in silence right? You think that closure is just asking for answers, but in actuality, it's you giving the answers to questions that nobody even asked in the first place. 
Closure is bullshit. Closure is an illusion, honey. Closure you already received the minute they told you they don't want to be with you. You received the closure when the job says they're letting you go. You received the closure when you got the disrespect. You received the closure when you became extremely uncomfortable. You received the closure the second you realized that you were an option and not a choice. You received the closure the minute your boundary was crossed and crossed again. You received the closure the minute you told someone, this is not how how I will be treated and they still treated you that way anyway you received the closure you need when they played you when you weren't around and it got back to you and you confirmed that it was true you received the closure when they slept with your man you received the closure when he hit on your woman you received the closure that you needed to move on instead of honoring your intuition your thoughts instead of honoring your worth what you did was turn around and say no it's self-abandonment time I'm going to subscribe to the narrative that in order for me to move on from this and let it go and release that I need to have a conversation I need to know why I need to know why I was left to make me feel better I need to know why I was stolen from for me to move on. I need to know why you didn't come to my event for me to decide if you're worthy of staying in my space. I need to have a conversation with you. And what we think is a conversation, what's funny is it's a dump. It's an emotional dump. You think you're looking for a closure conversation when you're actually looking for a receptacle, a trash receptacle for your emotions. Closure is bullshit, beloved. Closure is bullshit. Closure is an illusion. There is nothing completely resolved in life because life is not perfect. And that is a fact. If you're looking for perfection, Victisipant, you're going to constantly be searching because life is not perfect. People are not perfect and other people are not medicine. You're constantly looking for people to fill the holes in you that you refuse to fill yourself. And when they can't do it and things fall apart, you need closure. We want to go back. We want to have the conversation again. The conversation is the action, sweetie. The conversation is the action. The conversation is the action, how people treat you, not just what they say, what they do. You can tell me you love me all you want, but when you're putting the knife in my back and in my front and you're twisting it, your actions tell me that there is nothing to close because the relationship was never open in the fucking first place. What you need to understand, as I already said, is closure is an illusion. The important thing to keep in mind is that only you can decide what happens to you next. No matter whether you have a conversation about the who, what, where, why, or how, only you can decide if this is something that you want to continuously have mental gymnastics and Olympics around. Only you can decide what the next year will be like for you when it comes to the things that you can control. You cannot control why people do what they do. So having a conversation about why they did it is irrelevant. It doesn't matter why you did what you did. You did it. We all didn't learn a lot of things. A lot of us didn't learn how to communicate. A lot of us didn't come from healthy environments. A lot of us don't have a lot of tools that our ancestors couldn't give us because no one gave it to them. But guess what? The device you're listening to my voice on right now, whether it's a smartphone or a laptop or a desktop, you literally have everything at your fingertips to help you get to the place that you want to be. It's just a question for Siri. Siri, how do I move on? without going back to the source of my pain. Siri, how do I become emotionally healthy? Siri, how do I communicate effectively? Siri, how do I take ownership? Siri, how do I take accountability? Siri, 
Siri, how do I not seek answers in anyone else but find them for myself? Siri, hey girl, Siri, hey girl, hey. Is closure such a thing? Can I obtain closure on my own? Hey girl, hey, hey Siri, it's me calling you again because I need to know what's the tea on closure that comes from me. Part of the reason you feel like you need closure is because you were soothed too much. Parents, let me talk to you for a second. And I'm not talking to those of you who were not soothed. We'll get to you. I'm talking to those of you who are parents or children of parents who constantly ran to their rescue. You think you need closure because you don't know how to deal with things on your own. Every time you cried, somebody ran and said, don't cry, baby. What's the matter? Mommy will fix it. Your daddy's girl. Daddy got it. Ain't nobody going to fuck with daddy's baby. Even in pain and suffering that was self-imposed, somebody rescued you. A lot of you don't realize you're not seeking closure. You're seeking rescuing. You don't know how to process your emotions. You don't know how to process your pain. You don't know the difference between pain and suffering. You don't know that pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. Somebody always came and fixed it for you. Somebody put on their Captain Save a whole cape and always swooped in for you. Somebody always bailed you out financially. Somebody always bailed you out emotionally. Every time you cried, you were instantly hugged and soothed and your tears were wiped. You don't know how to move on. So you constantly think that closure is the way to move on because somebody closed it for you before. You don't even know how to deal. You don't even know how to handle without going back to the pain well, looking for healing that's not there. And then there are those of us who did not come from over-soothing. There are those of us who come from hard environments that did not even allow us to speak, who didn't allow us to express our emotions, whose parents said, do as I say and not as I do, whose parents said, stay in a child's place, who emotions were suppressed and pushed down. You weren't allowed to cry because nobody was there to wipe them, unlike the one who was soothed. You were told to suck it up. You were told there ain't no time for crying in here. You were told to be a big boy. You were told that boys don't cry be a man. You were told there ain't no time for crying because women got to pull it together. You weren't raised in a household where your emotions were validated or seen or heard. Your emotions probably irritated and annoyed your parents because they weren't allowed to have none either. Oh, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about how our parents fucked us up and we out here seeking closure from other people because we never even got a chance to even say cluh. We couldn't even clo clo. We couldn't even say the word closure. We got to cl- and it was a problem. We weren't even allowed to cry. We were told that we had to grow up fast because this world was mean and wasn't going to hand us shit. So we see closure now from other people just to have communication, just to be able to just verbally dump and express because we weren't allowed to express. We weren't allowed to have a space to express. So we use closure as a scapegoat to express. We use closure as a scapegoat to say, you fucked me over. And I want to tell you how I'm not going to let you fuck me over. Why I'm not going to let you fuck me over instead of just moving in action of not being fucked over. If this ain't you, then it ain't you. Cool. I'm speaking on my experience personally and my experience professionally. People come to me seeking closure. They're hurting. The breakup was 10 years ago. They don't know why they don't know how to process their emotions. They don't know why closure is so important. And when we break it down, we peel those emotional onion layers away. They realize they never had an opportunity. They didn't grow up in an environment where they were loved. They were raised in an environment where love was not there. Emotions weren't allowed. There was no access. It was always denied. You are not allowed to feel here. So closure is another reason, an excuse for me to go seek 
that emotional dump that I've never gotten to express, experience. I want it. I need it. I got to have it. So now we see closure because there's an emotional dump. There's an emotional need to put that somewhere. There's an emotional need to terminate all of those clogged emotional feelings. There are levels to this closure shit. There's levels to this moving on. There's levels to this expression shit. There's levels to this emotional healthy shit that a lot of us do not understand. And because we don't understand it, we're sitting here. We're sitting here emotionally backed up, emotionally constipated, wondering why we're looking for someone else to be our emotional laxative. It doesn't work that way. There is no reason why in 2021, You still want to give your power away to those who never earned it and don't know what to do with it. There is no reason why in 2021 you want to live in the illusion of if we have one more conversation, I'll feel better. And let me say this. There are many of you who are listening or who will disagree with me and say, "Mm -mm, I had closure. I spoke to this person. I spoke to that person and I felt better. I want you to know that you felt better because you were able to have some control over the situation. It's not about the conversation. It's about you wanting something that you got. It's not about anything they said. Because let me tell you, if I crossed your boundary, the best apology is change behavior. There's nothing that I can say to you that will make you believe that I'm sincere and genuine. My actions will make you believe that I'm sincere and genuine. And what happens is you think that the words do it because your self-esteem isn't where it should be. Your self-worth isn't where it should be. Your self-worth will tell you that I hear you and I'm going to be a human who operates in mercy and grace and I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself if that's my decision, but I really know that it's about your actions, not your words. Now, beautiful soul, I hear you. I hear some of you already. Well, that all sounds good, Stephanie. And yes, you're right. You dragged me. Okay, I agree with you. And even if I don't agree with you, you're not giving me the tools on how to let go and how to move on without allowing the person or the participating people in to help me move on. How do I heal without going back to the one who broke me? How do I move on? without allowing my oppressor to be my healer? How do I not allow the person who broke my heart just to see what's in it, help me put it back together? How? Because that's the only way. As I said, there is no reason why in 2021 with smartphones and laptops and data for you not to be able to ask Siri how you move forward. But guess what? Because you're my beautiful soul and you're here, and I don't have to be Siri, I got some tips and tools for you. Number one, as per usual, as the permission giver, what do I always tell you? Give yourself permission. There will be days, there will be weeks, there will even be months following a breakup, following a loss of a life, a job, where mixed feelings and emotion will be involved. So many of us want the microwave. We want it instant. We want it now. We want to feel better right now. We push the emotions away. We ignore them. We mask them. We cover them up with liquor. We jump from one relationship to a new penis. We jump from one relationship to a new vagina. We don't give ourselves time to feel at all. There is no exact time frame with how long you should grieve or feel the feelings you feel after the loss or shift of something. You are allowed to sit in your shit. As I've said before, and I will continue to say, it is okay 
to visit these dark, heavy, emotional places. As long as you don't take up residency there, as long as you don't allow it to be a squatter and move in for life, give yourself permission. Allow your feelings to flow freely. Express them, write them out, sing them out, scream if you need to, hire a life coach such as myself, hire a therapist, do something to honor those feelings and let those feelings know that they're okay to temporarily stay so that you can then learn how to deal, pain manage, or heal so that you can move forward, onward, and upward. (coughs) Honey, you're going to have to commit to some new interests. Yes, I said it. So if you're breaking up with a dude or a girl or a being and you're a relationship person, you should be learning how to commit to understanding, living, and thriving in this singleness, baby. You have to understand that just because you were in something, doesn't mean that what you're about to get into is bad. Just because it's different doesn't mean it's not fantastic and magnificent. You have to commit to a new interest. What is the new interest? The new interest could simply be, who am I now that I'm single? Who am I now that I am no longer employed at this place? Who am I now that I no longer live in this space? Who am I now that I fill in the blank? Who am I? The interest could be self-discovery. What do I like as a solo person? Who am I now that I don't have to travel into this city or this part of my state for work? Who am I now that I get to do this? Who am I now that I get to taste that? Where do I want to go as a single person? Where do I want to go as an unemployed person? Where do I want to go as as an entrepreneur? Who do I want to be as someone who cut ties with toxic family? Who do I want to be this holiday season now that I don't have to go over to that house? The new interest can always be you, but if you want, you can take up a new interest. You can learn how to roller skate. You can learn how to play piano. You can learn how to record a podcast. You can learn how to braid hair. You can learn how to color, get an adult coloring book from Amazon. You can learn so many things. The important thing here is that you're changing your focus to something new versus wallowing into all the old. Most importantly, you have to recognize beautiful soul that closure comes from within. The truth is that you're holding on to something that doesn't want to be held on to. If you are chasing something by the law of attraction, it naturally means that it is running from you. For you to chase, that means it doesn't want to be caught. You have to understand that closure is not about anything other than you deciding to let it go. You have to assess and ask yourself some questions. Who or what am I holding on to? Does holding on to this person, place, or thing really make me happy? Am I trying to avoid dealing with the loss, dealing with the grief by holding on and seeking closure? Am I really not letting him or her or them go? Am I afraid to not know what life is like without them or that place? Am I afraid of the outcome? Am I afraid of really getting to know myself and no longer having codependency? You have to ask yourself these questions. And if you don't, you will continuously repeat the pattern, the self-abandoning pattern of seeking unnecessary closure when you are the secret source. You are the secret source, the closure, all you need, everything you need is already in you. And here's a bonus tip. Oh, hell no. That sound means, beautiful souls, that we have come to the end of the free version of the I Said No podcast, and we're going to transition 
fully over to the Patreon subscription only I Said No podcast episodes. I hope that there is something in this episode that you can take with you, that you can own, that you can hone. I do have more tips, but I will be sharing that in the Patreon only version of the episode. And for those of you who took the tips that I have already given, I hope that you can apply them. They're applicable to your life or that life of someone else's. Listen, this might not be about you. It might really be about someone who you know, someone who you will know. These lessons might not be something that you have to apply to your life right now, but they may be of benefit to you to pay it forward to someone going forward in the future. There is beauty and understanding, beautiful soul, that you hold the power to remove yourself from anything in your life that doesn't serve you. There is power in you. You are the secret source. You're the magic wrapped in flesh. No matter where you've come from, what you've done, who you've hurt, no matter what your background is or was, no matter who is in your family, no matter what job you have, what city you live in, no matter what your tax bracket is, no matter what religion you were bred in and currently subscribe to, if at all, no matter who you derive from, where you derive from, it doesn't matter. You have the ability deep down inside of you, even if you don't see it, even if you don't like yourself, even if you don't love yourself, you have no idea the capacity of magic that is waiting for you to unlock it, waiting for you to acknowledge it and see it. It's dormant inside of you. It's waiting for you to say, hey, I see you. I want you. I got to have you. It's waiting for you to spark it back up. Mm -hmm. It's waiting for you to kick up some dust. Don't worry about being humble and sitting down. Don't worry about chopping yourself down into small pieces to be digestible for other people. Hell no. I said no. Let them choke on all of you. Let them choke on your magnificence. Let them choke on your greatness. Let them choke on your excellence. Let them choke on your confidence. Let them choke on your bravery. Let them choke on your self-worth. Let them choke. Let them eat it. Let them eat it all. And you show up bravely boldly in every room you walk into you take responsibility for the energy you carry in and out of that space love yourself always in always the level of gratitude that I have for you transcends space and time thank you so much for riding with me for the last two years thank you so much for being a beautiful soul of mine thank you so much thank you so much thank you so so much for being a part of my audio world. I love you to life and I hope to see you on the Patreon side. This is Stephanie, the life architect. I'm out.